Hello and welcome to the Rocka by Mama Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast. I'm Katie Gutierrez, owner of Rocka by Mama and lead sleep consultant. It's my goal through this podcast, through my social media, and through my blog to educate and empower parents to make the right choices when it comes to their family. Sleep deprivation is real and it can really take a toll on your mental and physical health along with your relationships and your work and your ability to be the best parent that you can be. So it's really my aim to give you tools that will help make sleep more of a reality for your home. So let's dive right into today's podcast. We're talking all about teething and sleep. Your little one may have been a great sleeper, or maybe they've always been not the best sleeper. And suddenly it seems like they're waking up at all hours of the night and they're fussy and inconsolable and they're drooling a lot. And you think, oh, it's just because they're teething. Teething is blamed for multitudes of sleep issues when it comes to the challenges that children are facing. But Is it fair to blame everything on teething? Or is something else causing those sleepless nights? So let's chat about it. I've seen some debate in the sleep world about whether teething should really be blamed for a child's sleeplessness. And I think it's important that you're equipped with knowledge because it's unfair to say that teething doesn't cause issues with child's sleep. Because if you've been a parent and you know that your child is teething, you know that it can be uncomfortable and painful for some children and that absolutely can interfere with their sleep. But at the same time, it's unfair to blame all sleep issues on teething because if you say, well, it's just because they're teething and that's why they haven't slept in two months, you could be doing a disservice to your child if there's truly something else going on. So let's talk about how you know if teething is impacting your child's sleep and then what you can do to help your child if that is the case. So Let's start with when does teething begin? For some babies, you'll see see those early signs of teething starting really early, even around four months. Now, again, all babies are different. I have to, have to, have to start by saying that because all children are different. Some will teeth earlier than four months. Some will teeth later. That doesn't mean anything is wrong with your child. It's just a matter of when they teeth. You might notice a a lot of drooling. Maybe your baby is just drooling buckets and buckets of saliva, or they're chewing on their uh, toys or their hands, or you can start to see little teeth under the surface. Now, generally around six months is when baby's first tooth will actually pop through the surface. So even if they've spent months teething, you might not actually see a tooth pop through the surface until around six months. Now, you'll know whether a tooth is about to pop through the surface by just looking inside of your child's mouth and looking at their gums. If their gums are red or tender, it's a good sign that you'll still be, you'll soon be seeing a tooth pop through the surface. Now, for other children, you can actually see the tooth right below the surface before it pops. You might start to see that little white line coming through. If you don't see any teething signs, you're there's no red gums, your child, it's not really tender, there is no tooth coming through, still watch your little one because maybe they just enjoy chewing on things 
or maybe they have different symptoms when it comes to teething. So I don't want to say, oh, absolutely, if they're not showing these signs, they're not teething. That's not always the case. So you do want to observe your child to see if maybe a tooth is about to pop through the surface. And here's why that's important. Teething can be uncomfortable for your baby and their gums can be sensitive, okay? But that only happens when the tooth is about to pop through the surface. So it only lasts a few days. Here are a few things that you need to keep in mind when it comes to teething and how it can impact sleep. Number one, teething discomfort lasts two to three days tops. If your child has been experiencing pain or discomfort, or they've been so fussy and you really think it's because of teething, but that has been going on for two weeks or longer, unless they have been growing multiple teeth, I don't think it's teething and you might want to talk to your pediatrician because it's only when the tooth is popping through their gum that they really get fussy. Some kids might run a fever and then that's when their sleep is just disrupted. So if your child is in any pain outside of that and they're not really teething, please see your pediatrician. Now, if your child, maybe they're fine throughout the day, but it's just sleeplessness at night, please don't say it's just because they're teething. Because number two, teething discomfort doesn't just happen at night. If your child is truly teething and if the, the wakefulness that your child is having, if all of that wakefulness is because they're teething, you're going to notice other signs during the day. So they will be fussy during the day. Maybe they're running a fever. Maybe they have trouble sleeping at nap time. It's not just going to be at night when these teething issues occur. You will notice it all day long. So keep those two things in mind. One, it's only going to last two to three days. Two, it doesn't just happen at night. It, it has to be going on all day for it really to be teething as the cause for sleeplessness. So now let's say you know it's teething. You know 100% that it's teething. What can you do for your little one to help them sleep longer? The best advice I can give you comes in two pieces. Are you ready for it? Number one, wait it out. Give your child a lot of comfort. Truly snuggle with them. Hold them. That's perfectly fine. There is no button that you can press just to skip this part of the teething process. It, it happens. Your child's going to grow teeth. It's going to be discomfort. You just have to get through it. It's going to be uncomfortable for many children. Some children, it won't impact them at all. It might impact their sleep, but it will pass in a few days. So just give your child lots of snuggles during the day to help them get through that. Second piece of advice, ask your pediatrician about pain relievers or find a natural pain reliever, especially when your child gets older and they start to grow those molars, teething can be super uncomfortable. So you can ask your doctor about a low dose pain relief and you can give that to your child 30 minutes before bed so that they're not aching when they're trying to fall asleep. Of course, you can also try natural remedies. Um, you can try cold teethers, not frozen. Don't put frozen teethers in your child's mouth, but cold teethers from the fridge or even cold foods, you can put a banana in the fridge and then cut it into strips so your child can gnaw on that. That can really help um, with teething. Of course, it depends how old your child is and whether they have mastered the art of eating. So don't give your four-month-old a stick of cold banana. 
but your toddler can absolutely do that. And then for your younger babies, you can put a, a teether in the fridge to make it colder so their gum is a little soothed. Now, um, my top choice for toddlers is even a cold cheese stick. It's gross because they might not eat it. They might just gnaw on it and then like have pieces of warm cheese fall out everywhere. But things like that are really great options when you're in a pinch and you just don't know what else to do and you don't want to be giving your child uh, medicine all day long to ease that teething pain. So then the question comes, oh my gosh, Katie, when is this pain going to pass? Because I can only handle this so long. The great news is, like I said, teething pain only lasts for a few days. Once your child's tooth has popped through the surface, usually that discomfort goes away. The not so great news is that your child is going to be growing a lot of teeth in their lifetime. And for some kids, teething isn't disruptive to their sleep at all. You won't even notice that they're teething, you'll just notice new teeth and you didn't even know. So in that case, if that's not the case, like they're not fussy during the day, they're not running a fever, everything's fine, but all of a sudden they have some issues with their sleep patterns or their habits, that might be due to a regression or something else. But if your child is a sensitive sleeper and teething is keeping them up, then you can expect those rough bouts of sleeplessness a few times in your child's first two years as they're getting through that stage. So another question I get is, well, my child is teething right now. Should I just wait until they're done teething before I make any changes to my child's sleep habits? Or can I just sleep train them now? Or what am I supposed to do? I think it's great to lay the foundation for sleep as early as possible with your child. Because here's the thing, whether or not teething is to blame for your child's sleep issues can only be determined if they've had a great foundation of sleep. Otherwise, it could be a number of factors that are interfering with your child's sleep. So if you know your child is a great sleeper, and then all of a sudden they have these uh, periods of wakefulness overnight, or they're fighting sleep, and they're teething, then you know, okay, well, that's why. But if your child isn't a great sleeper, it's hard to really pinpoint. So I recommend waiting until your child's tooth has popped through the surface to begin sleep training because I don't want your child to be miserable because they're teething and then also have to learn new skills the same night. I really think to be fair for your child, you want to make sure they're comfortable. You want them to feel safe and secure and you wanna be responsive to them. And if you're doing something at a time when they're not really feeling their best, that's just not the best way to introduce them to some new habits. So instead, enjoy the cuddles, give it a few more nights, and then start the process of helping your little one get better sleep in a way that feels right for you. Now, if you're curious about how regressions and teething go hand in hand, I have a free regression survival guide that explains the different regressions your child will experience. Hint, hint, your child is going to go through many regressions and also teething and regressions tend to align and come at the same time a lot of times. So you can grab that free guide at the show notes down below. I am so honored that you joined me today to hear about teething and sleep. 
If you have any questions, please join me over on Instagram. I do live Q and A's on Tuesdays. I would love to have you and answer one of your questions. Thanks so much for being here. Sweet dreams, y'all.